You can now get two free audiobook downloads and a 30-day free trial at audible.bogosity.tv. Your choice from the world's largest selection of over 180,000 digital audiobooks and spoken word content for your iOS or Android device, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audible.bogosity.tv now. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of May 20th, 2018. The podcast that remembers games and daisy chains and laughs. This is your host, Shane Killian, and returning this week is Charles Thomas. Welcome back, Charlie. Oh, yes, I have returned, ladies and gentlemen. First, a quick update. Last month, we covered a law passed by the Georgia legislature, SB 15, that would basically have made it illegal for security researchers to discover and report security flaws in voting machines. Governor Nathan Deal has vetoed that legislation, so way to go, Governor Deal. That's good. And it looks like he vetoed 21 bills on his last day as governor. Mm. Now, if you have a governor who does that on the first day, I might actually like him. (laughs) Well, but, you know, he's just doing that because, well, he doesn't care anymore. It's like, ah, screw it, I'm done. Yeah. Going home, I'm going to just repeal all the things. Now let's demethylate the news of the bogus. And we've talked before about how Google made a bit of a pig's ear out of security updates when they developed the Android operating system. Google, like Microsoft, Apple, and many others, releases monthly patch bulletins that fix known vulnerabilities, but they don't have any way of forcing manufacturers and carriers to pass on those updates, which is one big reason why I have a stock Android phone. I don't have any of that getting in the way. I can just get the updates as they come in. And I have a Moto G5, which hopefully does help. I think. Well, we even covered how many of them were deliberately lying to users, telling them that their phones were patched more recently than they actually were. Now, Google made some improvements with Oreo that made it easier to get updates without the manufacturer having to do a lot of testing and modification. Now they're going a step further. When Android P comes out, whatever they're going to call that, they're going to make security updates mandatory. Hmm. I'm sure nothing back can come uh, behind this. Well, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, they have the capability of enforcing this on any manufacturer who signs on to the Android Partner Program, and that gives them advantages like special support from Google and early releases to test and make sure they work. What we don't have are a lot of details on exactly what they'll be requiring, how often the manufacturers will be required to patch, how up-to-date they have to be, how is Google going to verify the devices have been patched, things like that. But it is a huge step in the right direction. Well, that's what it is. Security and all these uh, updates. Because, again, the hackers don't take uh, breaks and everything. Well, and too often, security is just an afterthought. It's like, okay, now we have this device. Now how are we going to secure it? You know, that's not how you want to do things. Say, if you're tired of the promos in this podcast, well, the patrons got it early and with no ads or promos. Just go to patreon.bogosity.tv and donate at any level. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? 
If so, go to bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary age children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's Eye Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain or regulations passed in the name of safety and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 a piece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. And another piece of good news, legislation has been introduced in the House to prevent government from demanding or even requesting backdoors in encrypted devices and apps. Hmm, that's actually a good thing, because Lord knows how many times the government agencies will screw that up. The Secure Data Act was introduced by a bipartisan group of representatives, and it says, quote, No agency may mandate or request that a manufacturer, developer, or seller of covered products design or alter the security functions in its product or service to allow the surveillance of any user of such product or service or to allow the physical search of such product by any agency. And the or request part is important. And we talked before about how people should be aware the government does not make requests. It's a group of armed thugs. If they phrase it as a request, if they appear all nice and everything, and you don't comply, they will use force or start threatening to use force against you to make you do it. And it's good that these representatives understand that. Well, um, again, it's this, um, you know, you look at these, uh, bills and everything like, oh, we're trying to be helpful. More often than not, the first times you try to be helpful, all the bad things start to happen. There's no real checks and balances. There's no one actually saying, hey, this is not right. Why don't we fix it? They'll just say, nope, we're just going to keep this going for as long as we can. We need something to justify the billions of dollars we're putting in this thing. The bill not only protects manufacturers of mobile phones, tablets, desktop, and laptop computers, but also developers of secure apps such as Signal and WhatsApp. The bill also forbids the government from getting a court order to mandate such alterations to hardware and software. The only exception is for wiretapping standards under the 1994 Communications for Law Enforcement Act, which specifically permits end-to-end -end encryption. Now, a lot of people might be wondering how the FBI would deal with things like the iPhone belonging to the San Bernardino shooter. Recently released documents confirmed that the FBI knew that they could get into it at any time. And that's something else people need to understand. These people will tell a bald-faced lie to get what they want. They'll even lie to Congress under oath like they did at that time. But that's nothing new either. But even better... When they do lie under oath, does anyone serve any jail time or anything else? No, no, Comey's not going to get charged with perjury. No, they never do. I honestly believe that a flying car is more realistic than having someone in the government actually being um, held to the laws here in this country. Well, more people are working on flying cars. Yeah, and how many people are working to see that our government officials actually, you know, if they break the law, they should actually serve the time. Oh, know? well, they created an oversight committee. Mm. 
AKA old farts that sit around, do nothing but play, break out on their phones and just say, I oh. think you're way overestimating their technical acumen there. Okay, then they're playing Go Fish then. <laughs> there you go. If you're on the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government sensors. It's essential in this day and age. So go to vpn.bogosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world. And they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home. And don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality internet access you're paying good money for. You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to vpn.pagosity.tv. All right, sorry folks, good news is over, the idiocy begins, and what this edition might lack in number of stupid stories is made up by the fact that the people in them are really stupid. Here we have a story of someone who called 911 saying that a man was in a church parking lot with a long rifle. The thing is, he didn't have a long rifle. He didn't have any firearms at all. He was playing a bassoon. Uh, the education in this country continues to go downward into a dark spiral. The man, 22-year-old Eric Barga, said, quote, I saw a police car, it's a big police van, roll up really slowly. I wasn't concerned that I was doing anything wrong. I put on a little dopey smile and say, did someone call the cops on me? And he was afraid he might have violated a noise ordinance. The idea of someone mistaking his bassoon for a rifle never crossed his mind. <laughs> well, let I me mean, look at it. I mean, it has wood plating, so wood plating and it's long rifle. <laughs> well, apparently he had no reason to feel like he was in any real trouble. As the officers were already giggling as they approached him, and one of them even asked the classic question, is that a bassoon or an oboe? You know, and I'll give bonus points to the officer that actually knows about this stuff, but I guarantee you majority of people don't even know what an oboe or a bassoon is. They just think it's probably, oh, look, it's like a flute, right? Well, an oboe is kind of like a clarinet, but the bell's a different shape and it has the double reed. A bassoon is like a big tree trunk. Yeah. Of course, we've covered cases where police completely as the result of mistakes have arrested or even killed innocent people, so it's probably best that this sort of thing not happen any more often than it has to. Yeah, just, it's just another day in this, this wacky, messed up country of ours. Like, oh my gosh, it could be something. Let's call police and... Can't even stop to, like, get a close look at what it actually is. Yeah, you call for this stupid stuff. Wasting time and wasting police resources. Well, and that's what Springfield Police Chief Lee Graff had said, quote, They're filtering everything through their experience, and he laments that, at best, this sort of thing is a waste of police resources. But, I mean, you get a report of someone with a gun, they have to check it out. This situation could end up deadly. Now, personally, I'm going to blame the news media for this because it's a direct result of all their sensationalism and fear-mongering about guns. There's a neurological effect called priming. Long-time listeners will know about this if you think way, way, way back 11 years ago to the original Bogosity. I was doing the backmasking. I played various pieces of music backwards. 
They sound like gibberish, but as soon as I put the words on screen, the supposed satanic messages people claimed were hidden in there, you immediately heard it say those words. That's the power your association cortex has over everything you see and hear. And they're making people so paranoid about guns, they're seeing them everywhere. You know, a toddler bites a Pop-Tart into the shape of a gun and everyone freaks out. They hype these things up. They make them into these mythical creatures. We make myths about them. Guns are like these, my gosh, these evil things that once you touch them, you turn into an evil demon man or woman or whatever. Guns are just tools. It's the person who uses it. Picking up a hammer doesn't make you a carpenter. Picking up a gun doesn't make you a killer. Exactly. We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now. And now it's time to laugh at the minutiae of this week's biggest bogan emitter. And once again, we're looking across the pond at police officers over in the UK, this time West Yorkshire Police Wakefield Rural, who bragged on Facebook that they had seized a tiny little amount of cannabis and then got butthurt when people laughed at them. Like one commenter who wrote, Wow, that's put a dent in the war on drugs, lol. It's funny. People seem to forget that, you know, reefer madness was a real thing. It was like people were like, if you take marijuana, you turn into a psychopath. Well, when they made reefer madness, you turned into a crazed, violent psychopath. When the hippie movement came out, it made you placid and pacifistic and unable to fight the commies. So it was just whatever they needed at the time. Yeah. And we just keep forgetting about the, uh, the lessons of the prohibition. When you look at prohibition... It failed because, again, people who are these seedy underworlds took advantage of that, made a ton of money, and destroyed young men and women's lives. And now when you look at the war on drugs, it's happened longer than uh, the prohibition, and how much money is wasted, how much lives are destroyed, how much countries have been destroyed. We need to stop this thing. We're going to stop the scourge, even though the scourge is just, well, this. Yeah. So, police immediately started banning people, they deleted the post, and they actually threatened people with criminal prosecution if they did it again. Oh, the Streisand effect. And what type of crime are they? It's, you know, it's freedom of speech, ladies and gentlemen. Well, they don't have that in England. We've talked about that. Uh, and police inspector Martin Moiser said, quote, 
Unfortunately, we have had to ban a number of people from using this page today. I would like to remind everyone that this is a police page, and whatever your thoughts on one of my officers seizing drugs in the community, being insulting, abusive, or offensive, can and will result in a prosecution under the Malicious Communications Act 1988. It's an actual act. It really exists. So It's not even something they just made up on the spot like they've done before. So again, in Britain, which the whole Count Dankula stuff, they actually have a law against this. I'm like, these people who work for the state, they're so big and bad. They're so powerful. So we're going to go out to destroy these drug wars. But yet, when people make fun of them, they shut that down and now threaten to arrest them. That shows their cowardice. Um, you have this. It's going to be more talked about a lot more. They're basically inviting tons of people to go make fun of them on Facebook. Yeah. And by the way, the people who are listening, the police inspectors... Remember, this podcast is based in the United States, and we will continue to make fun of you and make fun of your pathetic little police department. Maybe learn to have a little bit more thicker skin, and also learn that the war on drugs is complete hogwash, and all you're doing is basically wasting your time, and you're just destroying lives. Just put the post back up, and just move on. Quote, We will not overlook the significant harm that illegal drugs cause to our community. Uh... That's your war on drugs causing the harm. Cannabis is actually fairly harmless. Yeah. Cannabis is not as dangerous as people think it is. And even if it was, the laws you have here, the more harm and more destructive to your citizens than any type of illegal drug can do. What you have done has pretty much destroyed the livelihood of this young man. I mean, what type of job is he going to get when he comes back out of prison? Well, who's going to hire him? Oh, you, you're arrested? Sorry. Um, you can go over there to um, Employment 9 for the next 20 or 30 years. Sit on the Group W bench. Yep. They look at that and they'll say, Ooh, yeah, we'll find someone else with higher qualifications. So we'll call you. And then that phone will never, ever ring. Quote, We know from experience, oh, please listen to this, that this can progress from using what are perceived to be recreational drugs to more addictive and harmful substances and the resulting criminality used to fund their continued use. Yes, he actually resorted to the gateway drug claim as if that hasn't been debunked about 10 million times. Every time. It doesn't matter how many times he did debunk. Wouldn't alcohol and cigarettes be um, gateway drugs since you see a lot more use that? I mean, why not ban alcohol? Oh, wait, it already did that in uh, this country. It didn't work. And they probably did somewhere like that in the UK or something, banning. The- yeah, they had prohibition in the UK, too. And did it hold up? Nope. You know, the old saying, uh, you know, what is the uh, definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. Uh, Patrice Inspector Martin Moser, he is insane. Quote, Please use this page with respect, or you will be banned and maybe even prosecuted. Yeah, heaven forbid they should be going after real criminals who actually are a danger. Guy could get hurt doing that. No, let's go after Facebook posters, small amounts of plants, and potato peelers. That's what I said. This person, this group of people, are insane. And they should be locked up in an insane asylum. Of course, if they really want to make some easy drug busts, They might not have to go any further than their own home office, the office in charge of drug policy in the UK, where a stash of illegal drugs was found earlier this week. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. And I guarantee you, no one will be prosecuted, and um, that evidence will be slowly but surely disappear. 
Also, keep all of this in mind next time you hear the police anywhere whine about insufficient resources. Hey, maybe if you focused on real criminals and not victimless activities, you might have an easier time of it. But again, lesson will never be learned. So all of that makes the UK police this week's biggest bogan emitter. If you're going to shop online, use our special links to shop at Amazon. Clear your cookies and go to amazon.bogosity.tv and you won't pay a penny more for your purchase. If you haven't used the mobile app in the last 12 months, or even at all, go to get5.bogosity.tv on your phone or tablet and get $5 off your order of $10 or more. Go to prime.bogosity.tv for a free 30-day trial of Amazon Prime and enjoy thousands of movies and TV episodes, borrow Kindle books, and get unlimited two-day shipping for free. And speaking of Kindle, go to kindle.bogosity.tv for a 30-day free trial to Kindle Unlimited, read over 1 million books, and listen to thousands of audiobooks on any device. You can go to music.bogosity.tv and get a free 30-day trial of Amazon Music Unlimited with access to Amazon's entire library of 10 million songs, ad-free and with unlimited skips, and even download to listen offline. All great ways to help this podcast simply by shopping at Amazon. And now let's repeatedly reiterate this week's Idiot Extraordinaire! Oh, oh boy, Equifax, you remember them. The people who let identifying information for over 150 million Americans get out and in the hands of potential identity thieves. Hey, you keep doing over and over again, or eventually they'll get it, right? Right? They'll, they'll eventually get it. <laughs> so, a lot of security experts are recommending that people freeze their credit, but... That's turning out to be a lot more difficult than we thought, in addition to having to pay for it. It turns out there are other places that have your information as well. Aside from the big three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, it turns out there's a fourth one, Enovis, and who knows how many others are out there. But identity fraud expert Carrie Kursky has found out that it's even worse than that. Turns out, mobile phone merchants, land phone companies, power, water, cable, and other utilities... Don't use them. They use NIC2, the National Consumer Telecommunications and Utilities Exchange. NIC2 gets its information from four separate exchanges, NIC2 itself, centralized credit check systems, the New York Data Exchange, and the California Utility Exchange. So that's, what, four different places that your information is? Mm-hmm. Now, guess who operates the New York Data Exchange? Oh, let's see. Survey says... Equifax. Oh, oh yeah. That's just... And freezing your Equifax information does not freeze it on the New York Data Exchange. Whoopsie. And would you care to guess who operates the California Utility Exchange? Survey says... Equifax again. Now, centralized credit check systems is apparently defunct, so that might not be an issue, but... What about NIC2 itself? Do you know who manages NIC2's database of all of our information? Survey says... Equifax! Can we not get away from these Nimrods? Ah, just continues. The, the ride never ends, Shane. The ride never <laughs> ends. Now, you can freeze your NIC2 information. Unfortunately, the system that does it seems to be farked at the moment. 
Meanwhile, Brian Krebs of Krebs on Security found that Equifax's credit freeze page is served with a defunct security certificate from Symantec, which is no longer trusted by Google and other browser makers. So, you go to Nick 2's page, and guess what it's secured with? An invalidated Symantec certificate. <laughs> I'm not, again, a security asset or anything else, but I don't, I don't think that's actually a good thing. Is it a good thing? When Krebs tried to freeze his information on Nick2, he got, We are currently unable to service your request. Such a helpful message. Oh, yes. And by again, they say, please try again later. That means, well, don't try again, ever. Yeah, it must be your fault somehow. Kursky said, quote, This just reinforces the fact that we are no longer in control of our information. Because, I mean, it's one thing to say, well, you know, if you don't want Facebook having your information, don't give it to Facebook. Okay, but how many people gave their information directly to Equifax or any of these other places? Krebs said, quote, It's frankly absurd that consumers should ever have to pay to freeze their credit files at all, and yet a recent study indicates that almost 20% of Americans chose to do so at one or more of the three major credit bureaus since Equifax announced its breach last fall. The total estimated cost to consumers in freeze fees? $1.4 billion. Billion, with a B. Yep, all going to those three companies. Yep. Now, commenters to Krebs' blog also had issues, such as Essie, quote, Be warned, everyone, I just finished a call with the above Nick2 automated system for placing a freeze. All seemed to be going well, with my providing the requested information until the end of the call, when I was asked to press 1 to place the freeze. There was no pause, and then the system recording told me I would need the pen I'd been given, along with other identifying info, to lift or thaw the freeze. I was never given a pen, and the system ended the call when I asked for it. The recording specifically said, there's been too much confusing input before disconnecting. Whatever happened to having an operator or someone like that behind the scenes to say, hey, here we are, we need to help you, and stuff like that in this situation. <sighs> And by timeless, quote, It didn't like my address numbers. I don't have a current address being an expat. So apparently it only takes U.S. addresses and he moved to, you know, Canada or U.K. or somewhere where they have a different address format. Yep, that will do it. <laughs> Comment from Billy, quote, I was able to freeze Nick2 on their website. However, when I tried the other three and filled out the freeze form, I got an error. I hope that's because they don't have a record of me. Yeah, but it really should tell you what went wrong because an error of no records found would be reassuring. But as it is, Billy just doesn't know. Yeah, they're probably you know, like, oh, crap. They, they probably do have a record on him, and it's probably already gone. Some people already know it, and they're trying to just block this thing. You know, I think that's mainly my conspiracy theorists talking, but, you know. I don't know. But incompetence really seems to be at the root of this. And according to Robert Holmes, not the writer, he died in the 80s, he contacted Nick2 and got a reply from Executive Director Alan Moore, also not the writer, who told him that the site requires, get this, Internet Explorer to work. Oh, yes. Let's, let's use a browser that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> well, as Holmes pointed out, 97.3% of the world's devices don't have and can't run IE. Krebs replied to him, right. The site was likely designed a decade ago and never touched since. I tried this freeze page with the latest versions of Microsoft Edge, the replacement for IE, Mozilla Firefox, and Chrome, and it failed on all three. Now, to be fair, there were several commenters who got it to work, but this system is far from foolproof. 
And I mean, Equifax has so much of our critical data in so many different places, they've proven that they can't be secure with our data, and they've also proven that they just don't care. It's hard to get people um know about this stuff. They think their data is fine, but, you know, when you realize the whole Equifax stuff and these people behind the scenes messed up royally, and, you know, it goes back to security. Well, it's like... They think their data is fine, and so they don't take steps to secure it, whereas I'm about at the point where I'm just assuming all my data's out there and I'm not going to try bother securing it, because what's the point? Oh, yeah. They've got it! So all of that makes Equifax again this week's... Idiot, Idiot Extraordinary! wraps up this we had fun filling out the forums and playing with the pencils on the bench there edition of bogosity podcast come join the discussion at forum.bogosity.tv or discord.bogosity.tv and feel free to send a question statement news article or rant in text or audio to podcast at bogosity.tv this podcast depends on you to keep going so please donate using the links on the website or the qr codes in the thumbnail or support shane dk on patreon or maker support to get the podcast and youtube videos early and without ads or promos thank you for listening and thanks to charles thomas for joining me no problem shane until next time here's a quote from gore vidal there is something about the state putting the power to bully into the hands of subnormal sadistic apes that makes my blood boil the Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution on Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. Bogosity. Want answers to creationist claims against evolution? Would you like to know more about evolution yourself, or even engage creationists more directly, with actual peer-reviewed sources to back you up? My book, How Evolution is Scientific, is designed to show the basics of evolutionary theory and how it is so well supported using the scientific method. It's impeccably sourced, with references to the actual scientific material, and is arranged using the creationists' own criteria of what is scientific. Using their own arguments against them, see how evolution is scientific, but creationism is not. Based on observations, accurate predictions, logic, and evidence. Get answers to common creationist claims, and even a primer on abiogenesis, the start of all life. It's all in my book, How Evolution is Scientific, available at Amazon, and on Kindle, EPUB, and PDF as well. Get How Evolution is Scientific and Never Be Taken In by Creationists Again.